Welcome to the most listened to golf in the world, the Fairways of Life show, on air, online, and around the world. With the most candid interviews. The mind can play a tremendous influence on your performance, whether it be golf or you name it. I don't care what it is. If you go in with the proper background, it doesn't have to be perfect, but you go in with the proper background and the proper mental state, the odds are you're going to come out successfully. Taking you beyond the ropes. I refuse to give up on life, even though it's been, it's been bumpy. You get back up and do it. I know you can. You owe it to yourself and you owe it to your friends to be the best person you can be. Unforgettable stories. Say Elaine for us. Yes. <laughs> Elaine, you're out on your patoot. Go spend a week in the Yakavongo Delta. <laughs> a bridge to the past. Years and years from now, Mr. Palmer, what do you want the legacy of Arnold Palmer to be? Well, uh, I suppose it's just that I have made a contribution to the game to help make it a little better. Here's your host, New York Times best-selling author and Golf Channel's Matt Adams. Welcome to the Fairways of Life show on this Tuesday. From wherever you're joining us, around the United States, North America, anywhere around the globe. It's always a pleasure to have your company, especially when we're coming to you from a place that is as beautiful as where we are right now. We're looking out. What's uh, Catherine, what's that body of water called that we're looking out out there? She's going to say, uh, that's the Atlantic Ocean, you idiot. Yeah, yeah, no, this, but there's a name for that. St. Simon Sound, I'm told, that is the name of the, of the actual body of water that we're looking at. And with, I don't know if I told you this, Dominic. Within the body of water that we're looking at, there's a cargo ship. I'm not kidding you. That like a, like is, a tanker? Yeah. Well, no, it's, well it's, it's, I think they're bigger than tankers. They're cargo ships. It had 4,200 cars on it, and it sunk or capsized or rolled over or whatever you call it. It's in the harbor. Look it up. It happened that on what September eighth. And awesome, kind of. It awesome was dangerous. They, um, <laughs> they, there was twenty four crew on the ship, and they, I guess, twenty of them got out immediately. And then the last four, it took them seventy two hours to get off the ship. They had to like drill a hole in the side of the, the, the it's not capsized. It's it's on its side, and they had to cut a hole in in the hull to get them out. I'm not kidding you. So it's out there right now. I think and there's I'm big looking at the picture there. of it right now. It doesn't even look right. It looks uh, like a cartoon or something. Yeah, I know. But it's this massive, massive ship that's lying on its side. So I'm sure as you're watching our coverage on Golf Channel this week, how else can they ignore this massive ship that's right off the, the coast of, of Sea Island here? And the funny thing is, is originally Brian, who, who helps me with all the setting everything up here technically in the morning, who's brilliant at what he does. Uh, he told me that originally they thought they were going to turn it upright and kind of tow it away, and they can't for whatever reason. So they're going to take it apart right there, and it's going to take it over two years. I'm not kidding you. So that's that's right out there. And yesterday I saw I saw a ship that looked like a pirate ship floating around. So then the pirates found out there's something going on, and they're gonna, they're getting their piece too. Arr. So we've had an amazing time already here at the RSM Classic. Uh, joining us in just a little while, Mark Love, Davis's brother, who is the RSM Classic Executive Director. Uh, Mark is part of the Brain Trust that does, well, a lot of things that, that their company does, which includes these designs and building of golf courses and rebuilding of golf courses and everything else that goes into it. And I cannot wait to talk to him about this plantation course. I actually got a chance to see some of it yesterday. I've been saying to you, I haven't seen it, haven't seen it, haven't seen it. Well, I did yesterday get a chance to see some of it. And... One of the things that I'm super excited to talk to him about, which is geeky as hell, I know, is the it's the bunkering and what they did with the bunkering. I had a chance to play golf with a young man named Doug Gim yesterday, which was a pretty cool story about where he's from and how he worked his way into the game of golf, you know, coming from very much a public golf background, uh, coming from an environment that what it's not really in, indicative to golf at the highest level. And I mean that from the standpoint of saying normally they're from southern locales and you got a chance to play golf all the time. Uh, just the nature of this event, it's so chill here, as, as you can imagine. The fact that it's spread out over multiple golf courses, you're going to have a big field, a bigger field. And you get to see a lot of people. So as a result, where you've got someone like Doug Gim coming in from the Corn Ferry Tour, who's not going to have the, the priority status, gets in the field and has an opportunity to play. 
and it was really neat and really fun to get a chance to play golf with him as well. Bill Gorman's going to be coming up. Uh, love to talk to Bill, uh, COO of RSM. Uh, we're going to talk to him in just a little while. H- Heather Fuger is going to be coming up as well. She's the sports marketing director for RSM. And it, what's always intriguing to me, and of course Andy Botsman, who who we decreed as our local reporter for this event, uh, will be coming on the program to give us an update on what took place yesterday and coming up today because there's some big stuff coming up in the in the hours that lie ahead, mostly uh, this evening at uh, Davis's house when he invites us over by you know hundreds of us to root through his stuff. And what's what's cool about everything that's going on here is that you've got a major corporation, uh, Joe Adams, who is the CEO, no relation, but he was on with us yesterday, and he was talking about their, you know, you're talking about international revenue in the in the tune of of over three billion dollars, and that company decides to align themselves with a PJ Tour event. Why? What do you hope to accomplish? How do you use the vehicle? Is it about the message points? Is it about the brand? Or does it at some point become something more? Something maybe you didn't even expect that it would be. And off it goes, and it is running. So let's start with Doug Gim because I had a chance to speak with him yesterday. I had a chance to, to play with him some yesterday. And so I don't even remember what hole it was because we started on fourteen. Uh, Dom says it was on the 7T that this was recorded. I must reference it. Yeah, I think I do during during the interview. Uh, here is a young man that I think when you hear from him and you hear about the humility and hear about the motivation, you're going to become a fan too. Strolling along with Doug Gim. How are you doing? How are you holding up? I'm doing well. Uh, it's a nice day here in Sea Island, so I'm excited to be here. How are you holding up this time of year? Are you tired? Yeah. I know, 23, but still, <laughs> yeah, right? I'm I'm. Both tired and excited. Obviously, uh, wouldn't have it any other way to be able to play in these events, but at the same time, looking forward to some time off for a little while. The way you you got your card, the entirety of it, not just the not just one climactic moment, but the entirety of it. What do you learn from the process? What strength can you draw from what you just accomplished? Yeah, I mean, I think for me, it was the first time ever being in a spot where it was very cutthroat, and uh, there was that much on the line. Obviously. We always play for something, whether it's in college or junior golf, but for that to be on the line, my PGA Tour card and probably one of the biggest achievements I've had to date um, is definitely definitely a uh, positive thing moving forward um, to be able to get through under that type of pressure. And um, I'm just going to take that with me and, and all the, the lessons I've taken with by traveling and, and playing all the events that I had so far this year. And, and uh, I think it's only going to help me moving forward. You know, they talk about golf being such an individual game, even calling it at times a selfish game. But in instances like when you achieve, a, a, it has to be a lifetime goal, lifetime dream. Who'd you share it with? You know, you know what I'm saying? Whether they were there or whether you had to call them or send an email, or whatever it is. But who did you share it with and feel like it was part of their journey too? Absolutely. Um, I mean, success is nothing without people to celebrate it with. Yeah. And uh, obviously my family, my parents have been, a big influence in my life and they've been there every step of the way and so um, to be able to celebrate that with them all my friends and family in, in Chicago uh, and definitely Longhorn Nation it was it was really cool to call <laughs> Coach Fields and, and tell him I wasn't going to make it to the LSU game because of the freshman or, or the rookie orientation for the PGA Tour and um, you know obviously ever since I stepped on campus there they knew that we, we had one goal in mind was to make it to the PGA Tour and and uh, you know, follow the footsteps of the greats that, that also stepped on campus at UT. And uh, to have all those different, you know, families, per se, to, to celebrate with was the best part of, of it all. And then to be able to tee it up at Greenbrier for the first time as a member with all of them rooting for me was definitely uh, a really cool experience. How much are you cognizant, too, of the fact that your story, you know, coming from Illinois and, and, and from the time that you've loved the game of golf and you're working your way through it, it becomes a thing of inspiration for other kids that might want to take a, a similar path. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's crazy to think that anybody would look up to me because I'm still in a, a state of awe of other people. <laughs> and, and the fact that I could step in the locker room and, and tie my laces up next to some of the greats that I looked up to my whole life and uh, all of a sudden I'm their peer is, is something 
that takes time to get used to and then the fact that i have kids like texting me or yeah or messing messaging me on instagram and stuff like that and asking me advice is also kind of it's i'm not used to that dynamic of it but um obviously this golf thing is is bigger than just me yes and i i understand that and it's really cool for me to be able to be in a position to give back um the ace grant was something that i was a recipient at for the AJGA, and and i have an opportunity to give back and and be a part of that and and hopefully make a difference in in a couple of kids lives and and hopefully they get to see college golf and and be able to experience golf at a level that they've never been before and uh to be able to be a part of those type of things is part of the reason why i play the game and and really excited to see where my career and and the things and the different people that i get to reach uh when i move forward very cool i only have two more questions for you because you got to hit your tee shot here at the par four second uh the latter question i'm going to ask you is about who your sponsors are you know the people that help you do what you do but the first question i want to ask you is this now that you are a part of the pga tour you yourself as you well know you're a brand in and of yourself what do you want your brand to represent i want my brand it's that's a good question (laughs) but um essentially for me it's always been about just being true to who i am Mm -hmm. um obviously there's going to be many opportunities to to elevate my lifestyle and and the fame and everything if, if you do what you want to do and, yep. and envision but for me it's I never want to deviate from who I was uh, same kid from Chicago I uh, grew up under parents who who were immigrants and, and became citizens of the United States and um, you know all, all the incredible things that I've done and had the the opportunity to do are still in my home in Chicago in my, my same room that I grew up and was born and raised in so um you know, cool was that? Yeah, like my all the crystals from the Masters, the Walker Cup memorabilia, um, everything is right there in that room. And I, I always send things home to make sure that I, I always remember where I came from. Um, you know, I grew up on Twilight Rates yeah. at public golf courses as a kid. And uh, I just want kids that maybe even kids of color and, and kids who don't have the means to play and, and maybe don't believe that you know they'll have the funds and uh, the opportunities to play on the PGA Tour one day we'll, we'll look at my story and say that they can do it and uh, with the right people around you and and the sense of belief anything can happen all right to that point of the right people around you what about your sponsors yeah I mean obviously Nike and Tylus have been great for me um, you know New Lennox and TVTI TVTI being a Chicago company it was special to me to be able to sign somewhere from Chicago, Nike. I grew up being a Nike kid with Michael Jordan as a as someone to look up to uh, in Chicago. And and Tyler's have played their clubs since I was 16, and it, they've been really really great throughout this whole process. Um, my agency, GSC, everyone, Coach Fields at Texas, they've they've been great to me and and believed in me even maybe when I didn't believe as much as they did. And uh, that's what helps you get through it. It's been a pleasure. It's an honor to be out here with you. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. As warned earlier, Bill Gorman, the COO of RSMUS, is, in fact, with us. He has settled into the chair on this Tuesday morning. How are you holding up? Spectacular. What do you got going on today? You guys are playing Frederica? Over at Frederica with uh, everybody that's coming in for the draw party tonight and then uh, the Pro-Am tomorrow. So today is a casual round for you guys? Yes, yes, just going out there and hitting it and being with clients and having a good time. Do you know who you're going to be with tomorrow in the big pro-am? Uh, yes, I do. Is it a secret? Are you supposed to be like, oh, I got, geez, I got Zach Johnson. Uh, How did no, that, that happen? No, that, that's kind of, that uh, ship has sailed, so to speak. Uh, they, they know that Joe and myself and others. Well, uh, I know Joe's with Davis. Joe's with Davis, um, and um, I'm playing with Chris Kirk. Oh, Chris Kirk, fantastic. Yeah, that's great. He's become a good, close friend, and it's great to have him back out here. It's just tremendous to see him and have a chance to play with him tomorrow. And Joe, I know, he told me he's with the commish, and he's with, I think, a president of a bank up in Chicago, some big bank in Chicago. Yes, what yes. big wigs have you got in tow? Um, Uh-oh. Yeah, I haven't done my homework. Well, 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 I guess they're not such a big wig after to be, all. To be honest with you, I, I was going to fib, but I won't fib. Um, because of some moving around of some people, um, 
Andy Bosman and I are going to play with Scott Stylin. Oh, that's right. He told me that yesterday. I I should have known that. It's uh, the first time Scott's been able to play. So for 10 years, uh, it's it's just an opportunity to uh, be out there with Scott. And as I said, m- more importantly, Scott's with Chris. With us. D- Dom, what day is Scott coming on the show? Oh, now you put me on the spot. I got to check the schedule. My job is ask questions. Yeah. But he's going to be on the he's going to be on the program as well because they keep making all these changes. Have you seen the plantation changes that it's Davis been and Mark did? So much fun that I've been here three, four, five times over the past Thursday, year. Yeah. And uh had an opportunity to be out there with Mark a number of times uh, as it was going through demolition. And then uh, and Andy and I were actually here as we were, uh, I say we, because Mark had us engaged with yeah. the 14th green and where it was going to be. And then Davis had some changes to it. Uh, and then we were back out just as they were doing some of the initial grassing. Uh, and it was just so much fun. I'm, I'm a little bit of an architecture kind of geek. I, I don't know oh, yeah. a lot about it, but I love it. Uh, so to see all the design features that they have out there, the thumbprint and the Brits and the Redan, it just it's tremendous. Where did where did uh, where did Davis hit the water main? He was he was he was working the yeah, backhoe at a water main. I, I, I don't know. They, they, you're they don't, they don't, they, no, they, they, right. they don't like having him on the tractors, but uh, he, <laughs> for those kind of those he was digging away to hit a water main. That yeah, happens. Yeah. It happens when you're when you're building a golf course. I understand <laughs> right, that. Yeah. You guys are ten years into this RSM Classic. I asked Joe this question yesterday. I asked Davis this question. I'm curious your response, Mr. Bill. When you set out 10 years on now, did you hit the objectives that you had set for or did you exceed them? Blew them away. Completely blew them away. And as you've heard us talk about in the past, we started this because back then the McGladry, now the RSM brand, wasn't over, just really wasn't known. So how could we really get to that target audience? So it started out so much around branding. We accomplished that very quickly, but it moved into uh, this uh, just sense of pride and engagement from our people. Yeah. Uh, and it's just taken off from there. And the the partnership between Davis, Sea Island, the tour has is, is just been phenomenal in every respect. When, when you talk about the – you use the word engagement from your people, this, this is a passionate – engagement it's it's more than just an interest it's more than saying hey gee i'd love to come down with my clients when i when i get big enough in the firm that that it warrants and blah 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 and all that we're talking about philanthropy we're talking about touching lives and changing lives by using a major sporting event as the vehicle is that part of what you're talking about that you you, how could you imagine what could have been in all that it didn't i mean you get quite honestly you get kind of caught up in the the corporate this is what we're going to do it's the branding we'll be on tv and then you see yep. the momentum that happens, and you know we talk about our values, and we talk about the behaviors, the characteristics that we want to embody, and caring is front and center on that. So when you show up as a team that cares, cares about it being right, caring about the people you're going to interact with, how it's going to impact others, that it takes on a momentum that's way outside of this corporate uh, branding. So birdies for love, and you'll hear that again tonight, uh, another record. Uh, the amount of money. And I was talking to some of the guys that said, you know, we can talk about that. There's someone, someplace that benefited from some money that we raised that we will lives never, are, ever know. Yeah. You, you'll never know it. And that's what you have to really concentrate on, the value of what all this is about. We're just having fun raising millions of dollars, impacting someone out there. Do you think when you when you, when you peel that away and you reveal the – the true reality does it also reveal a corporate soul does it reveal something more than cold numbers absolutely and I, I go back to caring again is uh, how all of our people are so prideful in what they're doing and not so much uh, oh we have to raise all this money it comes back into each and every one of our communities and our offices and they care that it's great they care that uh, when we bring all our young people here, it isn't just all the partners that are here, that they get to feel this. They get to experience RSM world. Yeah. It goes back to the offices. Uh, and it, again, it's we take care of our people. We take care of our clients. We take care of our communities. And it, it is just front and center. With so it's that to that point of the communities, it's, it's about the roots that go back in those communities, I, I would imagine. Correct. Right? With the volunteering and everything else. It's what's made the difference for us. So 90 offices. And when you're saying, well, we're just going to raise donations for Birdies for Love, meh, you know, whatever. Then you say, 
wait a minute, that money's going to come back into your community. Then it gets very real. You mean scholarships and I they, mean a plethora, I assume. Each office picks one or two charities uh, in their communities, and that's what the money that is raised, and then we match, uh, goes back into those charities. You're wearing camouflage this morning. You're barely visible. Barely visible. And I know military appreciation is a big element Again, was that an evolution, or was that something that you said, no, in this particularly this part of the country and where we want to go, it's it's going to be a cornerstone? I don't. I have no idea whose idea it was. Whether and certainly the tour has been a, a, a huge proponent of the military and first responders, uh, but to then uh, have the military tent um, that I don't remember how many years ago, where we were all on the golf course and all you could hear is the sirens. And you're like, what is going on? It must be some kind of accident, and it was all the Purple Heart. Uh, awardees that were being escorted in. How cool so, is this? She said, uh, "Just got to chill." Yeah, it's and, and we've changed it up a little bit. It, it it is just another one of those places to give back. Very cool. Uh, Saturday, we're going to have our million dollar hole challenge again, and I know that the, there's a there's a heavy and and rightfully so uh, military element to that as well. It's just it's just one of many things that you guys are doing and we're talking about it in terms of the course of the week but it's also one of many things that you're doing during the course of the tournament right well folds of honors another tremendous charity and it's great fun to be out there and literally everybody stays we do it right after the, the players finish it's a great little venue out there and uh we have seen some arguably pretty good players with some pretty awful shots well can you imagine the pressure you oh. know when when you're thinking about all that stuff and and I don't, I don't remember what it was like last year because I couldn't, I didn't get out and actually see the platform. But the year before, it was actually oh, angled oh, down yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's like on sixteen at Augusta National. Yeah, you're skip it across the water. Yeah, right? that's <laughs> kind of. But I don't think, I don't think last year was quite as bad. If it no. was angled the other way, well, who knows? Yeah, who knows? yeah I mean, but, when you think about it, it's you'd love to see it happen anyway, right? Right. Oh, it's great fun, great atmosphere. It's it's everybody screaming and cheering, and we get to give some money to Folds of Honor. It's awesome. Uh, the the Heroes Outpost that uh, Bill was talking about is is up and running as well. Remember, if you guys are interested in any and all of this, military or otherwise, there are tickets available for the RSM Classic. is an It's an event from a fan's perspective. Now, when we get beyond the the deep, deep, deep impact that it has in changing lives, from a fan's perspective, it's a very unique. PGA Tour event to be at because of how intimate the surroundings are, how close you are to the players. If you, if it's whether one player or one group that you want to follow, or if you just want to, you know, set down your anchor someplace on one of the two courses and get a chance to see it all. It's amazing. Are, are you guys amazed when when you come back? You said you're, you're playing with Scott on uh, tomorrow on Wednesday and in, in the pro am, who's the president here at uh, Sea Island. Are you amazed that every time you come back, and I realize they're doing it for their own business interests as well, but you still benefit from it, of how they keep advancing this property? Uh, again, it's it's just another testimony to the, the quality of the partnerships that we have here. I was talking to him last night, and uh, for us to extend, that, that was a, a huge opportunity that everybody knew there was stability. And then you can start yeah. to make the investments, and then they step forward, and it's – uh, how can we do this better? How can we do this better? And every year we're, we finish and we go, man, that was awesome. And then you go, all right, we're going right back at it. And let's, let's do it again. Absolutely love it. I'm glad that you guys are, are happy with everything you've accomplished and rightfully so. Bill, uh, as I mentioned to you, and I meant it in earnest when I said it, I do think it reveals the soul of a company. I think it reveals what you stand for and why you do what you do. And when you merge that with the fact that you guys are the centuries at the gate of integrity when you're talking about businesses because you're talking about what the numbers are, uh, the, the whole combination works. And, and it's amazing that it's gone as well as it has. Long may it continue. It's, thank you. It's interesting you use the word soul because that's not something made up. It's not contrived. It's just who you are. And, and that is who we are as an organization. And what's amazing about that is is that lifeblood through that soul goes through tens of thousands of people, which also speaks to communication, mm -hmm. that everybody knows what everybody's that, thinking and that right. they can buy into it. And then that's how it goes back to these local communities. Exactly. It's incredible. Exactly. Like tonight, we're going to find out about birdies uh, for love and find out just how much of an impact it's made and that is primarily coming through these same people which is which is amazing the way the synergy works with all of it you bet so before we end here congrats on the book it was great i had a chance to go through it oh yeah thanks. yeah i i want to understand how as you were putting that great book together how you decided what was going to be the first story 
obviously Arnold with uh, kicking that off the right way. But who was last? You know, I'd love to tell you that there was a noble reason for that, <laughs> but I had nothing to do with it. The publisher did it. Oh. The true story when you're talking about book, just to give you a side, and everyone's like, one of the things that everyone talks to me about is they said, I love the way you structured it. Two pages, stories very concise right. and efficient. And I said, well, that's not the way it was written. <laughs> the publisher said, well, I'd like about 800 to 1,000 words for each story. That's great. Well, I wrote about 3,000 words for each story. And the publisher, the publisher took them, said, mm-hmm. thank you very much, sent it to an editor who chopped the hell out of it, and it came back <laughs> as the book that you saw. This is very good. There very you go. Good. So if I don't have editors that make it seem like the Queen's English, then I just – it's all good. Chop my way around. It's a great book. Great good book. to see you. Mr. All right. Bill. Thank great you for everything. You. All right. Mr. Bill. All right. So we're going to have more from this RSM Classic. We're here in the Terrence Room of this beautiful lodge at the Sea Island Resort right after these words. My new book is called The Golf Round. I'll never forget 50 of golf's biggest stars recall their finest moments. Look, we're going into the holiday season. I hope this is the perfect gift for the person in your life that loves the history of the game. History like this, the 1978 Masters. Well, first of all, I'm seven shots behind Tom Watson. And my son says to me, he says, Dad, you're playing so well. If you putt well today, you can shoot 65 and win. But it's not easy to shoot 65 at Augusta. Anyway, I'm out in 34 with a bogey. And I come back in 30. I actually touched the hole three times, but thank goodness I didn't because I would have never been invited back to Augusta. The book is called The Golf Round I'll Never Forget. 50 of golf's biggest stars recall their finest moments. I hope you enjoy it. You can pick it up wherever fine books are sold, including barnesandnoble.com and amazon.com. FootJoy, the number one outbrand in golf, ensures that you can make every day playable with performance gear to handle any weather condition. All FootJoy products are designed to provide the best golfing experience regardless of the conditions. Every piece of FootJoy gear goes through years of testing and validation to ensure the ultimate in golf performance. Trust the brand that has been number one forever. Learn how you can make every day playable at FootJoy.com M-E-D-P. Boyne Golf provides the ultimate world-class golf destination with 10 championship-caliber courses spanning three resorts. Centered in Michigan's northern Lower Peninsula, the courses are the products of some of the game's masters, including Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross. From the all-inclusive vacation packages, elite instruction with the Boyne Golf Academy, tournaments, and so much more, Boyne Golf truly offers an unrivaled Michigan golf vacation experience. Just log on to BoyneGolf.com and take in all the splendor that is a golf experience unlike any other. TheGolfTravelGroup.com is a luxury golf tour operator that specializes in custom travel itineraries to Scotland, Ireland, England, Wales, Iceland, New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, and more. Guaranteed advanced tee times, incredible accommodations, airport meet and greet services, private guided tours and private drivers, all in luxury vehicles, and they have a staff that's been doing it forever. TheGolfTravelGroup.com. Tick-borne diseases like Lyme disease, which will have more than 7,000 new cases per week this season, and biting bugs like mosquitoes that could be carrying West Nile virus or even Zika are threats to everyone, but in particular, to golfers stay safe with serious protection from ranger ready repellent i use it because it works it will not stain your clothes it doesn't contain toxic deep and it's available in multiple scents even an option for no scent at all whether you like boating golf gardening hunting whatever you do outdoors protect yourself with ranger ready repellent for more information go to rangerready.com the u.s open Golf's most storied championship returns to the iconic Winged Foot Golf Club. Next June, see firsthand the remarkable moments, the energy, the excitement of the 120th U.S. Open Championship. Don't miss your chance to be here next year, June 15th through the 21st, 2020. Tickets on sale now at usopen.com forward slash 2020. Back live at the RSM Classic. So Mark Love has arrived. He said he's going to be showing. He'll be on the program in just a little while. We'll get to that. Uh, Andy Bossman's still waiting in the wings to give us his report of all things going on. And Dom tells us there's going to be a cast of thousands of players and Mark Hubbard and Peter Malnati and Joel Damon and the list goes on and on. 
that will be rotating their way through over the next couple of days because uh, the players, I believe, are all here. I'll ask Andy about that in just a little while. Heather Feger is here with me. F-E-F-U-E-G-E-R. There's no, I don't get a, How do you get Feger out of that? I have no idea. All I know is that's what I was taught when I was a child, so that's how we go it, with it, it. It's a German name. It is a German name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how would the Germans say it? Fuger. Fuger, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. That's good. I learned that this week, actually, from one of our international partners. There it is. So they were slightly yeah. offended when you said, hi, I'm Heather Fieger. They're like, no, nine. No, he just asked why we pronounced it that way. Same and I place said, where well, I started this interview you know? this morning. Exactly. Heather is the sports marketing director of RSM. When did you get that title? Um, actually, the title last August. I thought it was a fairly yeah. new so title just, for just you. a year ago. Did it change everything in your life? Not at all. You're a lot more important. You're like, Not I'm the really. sports marketing director. <laughs> no. RSM. Actually, job's still very much the same. Oh. So something I enjoy doing on a daily basis. So That really takes a lot of the enthusiasm <laughs> out of the, the big intro that I gave you. Well, so what does the sports marketing director of RSM do? Well, I, I do a lot of different things. Aside but... from changing the pronunciation of your life. <laughs> Um, well, the first thing I do is, is I really run the program for our side of the, of the tournament. So with all of our clients that are invited, I start with the invitation process, run that all the way through with our regions. Oh my um, God. That is a massive, massive job. I mean, how many people do you have helping you with this? Um, I have one person on <sighs> my staff. And then I also get assistance from our national meetings and events team. So they come in and help with accommodations and food and beverage and that sort of thing. But um, I have one person that works under underneath me. How how much of your time that is consumed by all this? Because this is a massive under this is a huge sporting event. It's a full time job. So as soon as we finish this week, I'll have a couple weeks of, you know, cleanup from this year. Curled up in, and, a, in the floor someplace, <laughs> yeah. And then we'll immediately jump into planning for next year. Oh, my gosh. Yep. We'll have some debriefs, and we'll talk with the Davis Love Foundation, which I work very closely with them and with the PGA Tour throughout the year as well, um, to just make sure that, you know, we're all in lockstep. What's interesting about this event, Heather, is that you've got, as I mentioned, you've got a major sporting event that's taking place over hundreds of acres on these two different golf courses, which is a huge field, one of the bigger fields in the PGA Tour because of the access that people have. You've got all the logistics that goes into, because the Sea Island Resort, folks, is multiple properties. So they're spread out. And then you've got all the events that go on around it, like there was one last night. You had a pro-am yesterday. You've got uh, the the golf that's going on that Bill told us today uh, that 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 so uh, I think are clients and more partners and yep. everything else that's going on. I mean, you've got I was going to say hundreds of moving parts, but it's more like thousands of moving parts. Yeah, there's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of organization certainly that comes into this, and um, you know, it's it's a methodical process. There's there's a lot of processes that we have to go through. Um, prior to the tournament and even during tournament week just to make sure that, you know, all the I's are dotted and T's are crossed and that all of the clients are taken care of in the best way possible. It's amazing. If if someone if if you were at a bar someplace with a bunch of Germans and they <laughs> and and someone asked you ten years on now, has the effort here been worth the reward? From a corporate standpoint, from a philanthropic standpoint, from any measure that you please, uh, you, you know, uh, engagement with clients, et cetera, is it all worth it? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's First of all, it's amazing to see where we've come from over the 10 years. Um, I actually was looking back at some photos and just where we've come from structurally and also where we've come from with our client program. Um, but the ROI on this event for us is huge and also the ability to connect both for our clients with our leaders, but then with our leaders with different, um, different people that they may not come into contact with um, throughout the year in any other way. So it's so many moving parts and pieces, but it all comes together and creates this client experience that's unlike anything else that we could set up anywhere else in the world this 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 house that you have built this house of love that's got all these different parts and pieces and rooms and beneficiaries and everything else goes into it 
there are certain cornerstones. Obviously, RSM is one of the cornerstones. Mm-hmm. The, the Davis Love Foundation is one of the cornerstones. Sea Island here is a venue, a, a cornerstone as well and more. How would you define the kind of synergy that's taken place over the course of this decade to bring us to where we are today? I would say that one of the biggest pieces is the partnership. Um, the partnership between the Davis Love Foundation, RSM, and Sea Island. Um, we may be the smallest market on tour, mm-hmm. but we work together like very few other organizations do. Um, we look at it as a team, and it's so important to us that everybody has their say and everybody is able to give their input and suggestions. And that has been something over the last 10 years that has been absolutely incredible just to create the family atmosphere that we have with the Davis Love Foundation and also with the tour. I think it's been something that has really elevated the tournament and made it continue to grow over the last 10 years. When you, when you were talking about ROI, folks uh, that, that may not be familiar with that term and marketing and so forth, the return on the investment, part of your family includes this, these families of tour players mm-hmm. that, you've, that you've taken in. And, and what's amazing about you guys, uh, in, in fairness, Heather, is that there isn't a distinction between one thing that you do to another. They integrate, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So you've got a pretty nice little stable of people that represent the brand there, too. We do, definitely. We've got Davis Love the Third, Zach Johnson, Chris Kirk, Drew Love, and Chris DeMarco. So part of my job is to also work with the five of them and to um, go to our different offices when they do appearances. And that's something that's so beneficial to us. Um, And when we are able to take the guys out on the road, our offices and clients absolutely love it. And, you know, we've come up with some ways to do those events where we can integrate the office staff as well as doing a client event. So it gives our people the opportunity to interact with the players as well and not just giving that opportunity to the clients, which has been a huge boost as well. Now, as I mentioned Massive sporting event. Massive sporting event means that you have to get the community engaged. And one of the things that you guys do, which is so cool, is you you reward the community and engage them at the same time on Saturday night when there's a huge concert here every year. I've for years I've seen you do the worm at these concerts and, <laughs> and uh, twerking and all that. You know, just having having a great time. Who who is the entertainment this year? This year it's can we announce this? Absolutely. All right, by all means. Um Cole Swindell, who huh? is a country star. Um this is actually his second time coming back to the classic. He was here in two thousand sixteen. So we're looking forward him. to it. It's going to be a huge event. He is actually from um, not too far from here. Fantastic. Um, went to Georgia Southern. So um, he's, a, I would say, a favorite in the local community as well. So yeah, rightfully so. a big night. Now, uh, speaking about events, we've got the big uh, draw party tonight mm-hmm. at Davis Love's house. And then tomorrow there's the huge pro-am that's going on here. Tournament proper kicks off on Thursday. You guys have these events that go on all around it. But Wednesday we've got the putting contest. Saturday we've got the million-dollar hole-in-one. You've got so many things that are going on. I don't even know, frankly, how you keep track of them all. But, but you've got a lot of cool things that are going on, again, in that integration, kind of this symphony of, of, of objectives. Definitely. And you know what? All of those events are things that we all look forward through to throughout the week. Um, just as you touched on it, the philanthropic piece of this for us is so huge. And so being able to do the charity putting on Wednesday and million dollar challenge with folds of honor on Saturday, not to mention the announcement of the birdies for love, um, charity tonight, total right? tonight. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, so all of those pieces are so important to us. Um, and also the wiffle ball challenge that's tonight. Um, the PGA tour wives right. association. Um, so it's the wives versus the husbands. Um, and then they, um, Has bring it, in haven't the wives been winning this thing. If I remember, have, I thought so. Yes. I mean, I'm not trying to cause yes. any trouble, but I, that's what I recall. It's always a spirited game. Always fun to watch. Always fun to watch. Well, and that is, um, that helps out blessings in a backpack. So that's a huge event as well. Tickets are still available for the RSM Classic. So if you guys are interested in getting to a PGA Tour event that is unlike any other, please do. So this was your first ever radio interview. You this claim. was my first radio you interview. Brilliant. Yes. You're brilliant. Makes me nervous. <laughs>
Thanks, Matt. Thanks for everything that you do. Absolutely. All right, so Mark Love is coming up next. He's He's been waiting patiently in the wings for us to bring him on to the program. And while, while he's getting ready to settle in, I want to give you some air times because we've got huge things going on this week in the world of golf. The DP World Tour Championship will kick off Thursday at 2 a.m. We have it for you on Golf Channel. Friday at 2 a.m., Saturday at 2 a.m., Sunday at 1.30 a.m. The times I'm giving you are Eastern. This event, the RSM Classic, we have it for you on Golf Channel on Thursday and Friday at noon, Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Mark's uh, settling in with me right now. The RSM Executive Director, RSM Classic Executive Director as well. How is it going so far? What's the update? Uh, so far, fantastic. Good. Uh, Everybody got in okay from Mexico and all the rest? Yeah, busy busy morning and registration this morning. I bet. Uh, a lot of guys got in uh, into town yesterday afternoon and evening. Um, so long week for them down there, but long hopefully they're going to settle you? in and uh, – and uh, enjoy their time and relax here a little bit in the Golden Isles. You getting any sleep? I am well rested this year. Really, uh, thing, things are going good. Um, our our group and RSM group and Sea Island, everybody's on top of everything. And is uh, it because ten years well. down the road, it's kind of a well-oiled machine now? Well, I think that certainly helps. You know, we um, your your procedures get you know get better and better, and uh, yep. so it's it's good. You know, we're. Um, we're relaxed and having fun and uh, ready to host these guys. I had a chance to see a little of the plantation course yesterday, not too much of it. And the first thing that struck me, I know I look at weird things, I loved the facing on the bunkers. It seemed old school to me. I loved the, the, the sharpness that you used. And it looked to me like you shaped the whole, reshaped the whole golf course out of just like pure sand. That's how good it was. I don't know what you guys did with your shaping, but it was really strong. Yeah, well, thank you. Um, we're really pleased with how it turned out. Um, our goal was was to get a, a golden age, you know, old school look, um, very much influenced by, you know, the, the C.B. McDonald, Rainer stuff that we really love. Um, and we we don't always do the same style as far as love golf design. But we just felt that, like that really fit here and would yeah. be a great complement to, to Seaside with the with the big sweeping bunkers and the dunes. This is more Parkland and, you know, old school Country Club of Charleston, um, Yeamans Hall kind of feel. And thrown in a little bit of Harbor Town, you know, Pete Dye, because we do have the ponds and some yeah. bulkheading and things. Um, and he was very much influenced by that, by that style as well. So... Um, the guys seem to be so far, you know, uh, enjoying it, and we're getting positive feedback. And more importantly, our membership and guests are—we're getting very positive reviews. So today, we're we're pleased with it. Today's got to be a big day, I would think, because you're going to have the golf course will be packed with players practicing. So today's a really big test run. Yeah, today's the day that uh, that you know the majority of the guys will see it for the first time. So uh, that's going to be exciting to kind of you know, hear the feedback, um, from that. And, uh, like I said, I think, uh, I think the guys are going to enjoy the, the, the differences and the, the, the challenges that it presents. And, um, and certainly like you said, it just, it just looks, looks cool. Uh, yeah, it looks it does. fun to play. And, and I think it is fun to play. I, I mean, coming from, coming from my side of the game, from a golf operation side of the game to see the way you did the bunkers that excited me, not only are they classic looking, but it's also, it's also made to repel the ball into deeper into the bunker. So you have frankly an easier shot getting out. And, you know, when you have a place that 99.99% of the time, it's here for people who are on vacation, they're on holiday to, to enjoy themselves and to have that word fun it's not easy to build fun into a golf course that's going to challenge the best players in the world and then and then make sure that the rest of the players have their time too. How, how did you achieve that balance? Well, I, you're exactly right, and I think that's something we we always strive to do. I mean, Davis has always <laughs> used our mom as a gauge. You know, it's like, hey, we got to make something that's playable and fun. She was a good player, but she didn't hit it very far, didn't keep get the ball in the air like you know like these guys do now and uh, like the pros do. So. Uh, we're always sort of cognizant of that when yeah. we're when we're building, and we really feel like that that stems from the greens. So the places that we love, the Wingfoots and the Seminoles and the Augustas, um, while they're certainly challenging tee to green, so much of it is about the greens complexes. And 
that's where you can really make the good players have to really think about where they're going to place the their ball on the greens to not short side themselves to you know to get a good look at a at a bird you know you play wing foot and you can hit it 10 feet above and left of a hole and and have nothing and you can have 40 feet below the hole straight uphill and you got a better chance of making a birdie so you know that's what challenges those guys is how do i think my way around depending on where the pins are every day and that makes it fun for everybody else every day as well you know you, you have to get to know the golf course a little bit any admittedly any any degree of nerves when you're introducing a new golf course to the world particularly the best of uh, absolutely. I mean, especially right here at home. Yeah. Uh, but I, I have been saying I, I really felt like I was going to be a little more uptight about it um, yeah. with, with the guys coming. Um, but it seems like I was more uptight before the members weekend. We had a members weekend to open it, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, and I was more worried then. And so now I'm kind of relaxed about it. You know, we've gotten feedback from our guys who live here and play here and, um, and we've played it. And we so we know it's fun and interesting and good and you know I I keep saying it's like art or music or you know not everybody likes the same things and that's okay so um, the fact that the majority of our members you know our older members our our female members and guests are are enjoying it um, and the local pros who've played it have given us good feedback makes me. Uh, um, a little more relaxed about it for the rest of these guys. As you often do, Mark, you you absolutely tapped into the essence of the of the question because when you compared it to art and music, that's why I asked you about how you're feeling because I think that when you put something out there, whether it's a book or a show or whatever it is that you do, there's a little piece of your soul that's exposed at that point in time, and there's nerves that go along with that. You know what I mean? You want right. people to like what you do, and you, you don't want them to come back and say, oh, this is a piece of junk over here, or this and that, that, that. So it'll, it'll be interesting. The, the beauty of it is with a golf course, and this man that's sitting in front of me knows this better than anybody else, is that golf courses are living, breathing things. And, yeah, when you build something, sometimes you go back in, and you gotta, you got to tighten up over here or do something over there. It's just natural. Right. And, and the fact that you guys live here is a real benefit to these guys in, in terms of what they do. Now, to the tournament. How many volunteers do you have this year? Uh, close to 1,300. Jeez. Yeah. Unbelievable the support you guys get. Now, yeah, this is really a small is. community, in fairness. You have to be pulling people in from, from a pretty big circle. Well, and that's one of the fun things about it is, is um, as we say all the time, the players enjoy coming here because of this place, the community in general, uh, obviously the Sea Island facilities, et cetera. Um, but we have volunteers coming from, you know, sort of all over the country and some, some from out of the country who How cool have, have somehow made it here. And then they say, I just love that experience, and they keep coming back. Um, but we certainly have, you know, the majority of them are, are local and, and, uh, and great support. And, um, and, we, and you, you mentioned earlier, you know, uh, getting a lot of rest. Well, you know, 10 years now. So we just, you know kicked off we always kick off the week with our volunteer chairman function so we've got volunteer chairmen that have been here with us for eight nine ten years so they've taken ownership of their particular pieces so early years you know you weren't sure how that was going to go but we've got such great folks who are committed to it and 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 taken ownership and they know their roles from standard bears to walking scores to you know player shuttles um you know all of those things Early on, you're very nervous about, but but these these folks have stepped up and and they're doing a tremendous job. So it just all all works very smoothly. Ten years on from when you guys started this thing, has it achieved all of the objectives that you'd hoped that it would? Uh, I, I believe it has. I, I think um, you know we 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 had a vision that um, that we could be successful with a PGA Tour event. Um, I, I don't know that uh, we would have ever anticipated having a title sponsor as tremendous as RSM has been um, and, and making the impact that we've been able to make. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, I, I think it sort of exceeded our expectations while we felt like we could be successful. Um, yeah, it's hard to believe, you know, how far it's come and, and the impact we've been able to have. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And the field that you have here is it's actually one of my favorite things about this tournament and always has been is that because you have the two courses, uh, we're not 
effectively it 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 thwarts the the chasing of light at this time of year but it opens up the field for opportunities for players coming off corn ferry or what have you and I, I think that that adds a lot of flavor and color to it yeah it's it's uh absolutely i mean we have a a big field a lot of young guys so it's a lot of opportunity for guys to you know to prove themselves and to and uh become known if they play well um gosh we've got uh you know the state pga runs the the qualifiers we now have uh, two pre-qualifiers uh here locally one pre-qualifier in atlanta all trying to get to the monday qualifier yep <laughs> um which happened yesterday uh for those last four spots um so uh yeah it's it's a very diverse field you know Amazing. strong at the top but uh, but a lot of interesting stories at the at the tail end as well. We were telling the story yesterday of Brendan Todd that obviously you're going to know well. But just to reiterate, folks, he's now won multiple times this season. Uh, not even a year ago, in December of 2018, he had meetings set up about working in corporate world or, or get becoming a college coach or what have you. And he shot a 61 and Monday qualified for this event, and it changed his life. <laughs> That's right. Here we are sitting here the week before Thanksgiving at, at another RSM Classic, and not only from a philanthropic standpoint, not only from a business and corporate standpoint, but from a performance standpoint out here, we know lives are going to change. It's just a, it's a question of who and how much. Yeah, absolutely, and, and that just makes for, uh, for great stories, and, and um, you know, it's great to be able to be a part of giving the guys that kind of opportunity guys are doing a tremendous job thanks for spending a few moments with us i know you're going out and checking out greens and all the rest as well right now thank you yeah gonna go uh go work on the putting course get ready for the uh the putting challenge uh tomorrow and coming up tomorrow um thank you for having me it's good to see you as always you too thanks back with more live from the rsm classic after this Hey, my new book is called The Golf Round I'll Never Forget. 50 of golf's biggest stars recall their finest moments. Moments like this. The 1973 U.S. Open. Here's Johnny Miller. He got a letter also on Saturday morning and said, you're going to win the U.S. Open from some guy in Iowa. And I never got a letter that that's all it was. They didn't sign it, nothing. It was just from Iowa. You're going to win the U.S. Open. So it was sort of an interesting experiences that led up to that uh, winning that Open. Uh, and, and the round itself was sort of out of nowhere because it just was a a perfect round of golf. I mean, it literally was a perfect round of golf. The book is called The Golf Round I'll Never Forget. 50 of golf's biggest stars recall their finest moments. I hope you enjoy it. You can pick it up wherever fine books are sold, including barnesandnoble.com and amazon.com. It's time for you to discover Streamsong, a new kind of resort that takes the everyday ordinary to the absolutely extraordinary. Three internationally acclaimed link-style courses by golf architecture's iconic foursome of Gil Hans, Tom Dope, Bill Kaur, and Ben Crenshaw that provide a golf experience distinguished as unlike any you've ever had before, with undulating fairways navigating through wild grasses and deep water ponds and lakes, towering sand dunes to find the unexpected experience of playing golf at Streamsong, the ultimate legendary golf destination set apart by the unexpected. Streamsongresort.com. FootJoy, the number one outer brand in golf, ensures that you can make everyday playable with rain jackets for all weather conditions. New to the FJ Performance Outwear lineup this year is the all-new DryJoy Select LS, the lightest, most waterproof garment FJ has ever produced, setting the new standard in rainwear. Amazingly, it's actually lighter than a golf shirt, but still fully waterproof. You can shop now at footjoy.com M-E-D-P. BenHoganGolf.com is where you can go to see the beautiful product that's being produced right now, bearing the name of the legend. You know, when he founded the original company in 1953, Ben Hogan said he did it, quote, to design and manufacture the best golf clubs in the world, end quote, and that is exactly what their mantra is today, only it's going directly to you, not through retail stores, so they're saving that 40%, 50% retail markup. You can get the best, and you can get it directly from their master craftsmen. Log on to BenHoganGolf.com now. If you're a golfer or enjoy activities outside, you are at risk. The risk of Lyme disease and other illnesses are a national threat. Add in insect-borne illnesses like West Nile and Zika. Ranger Ready is insect repellent that's serious protection with premium wearable scents and clean, non-greasy formula. Ranger Ready is the best insect repellent available, period. Safe, 12-hour protection, nothing comes close. Log on to rangerready.com for more information. 
What's your bucket list destination? Where have you always wanted to go? What's the number one thing that holds people back from doing that? It's fear of logistics. I don't know where to stay. I don't know how to get tea times. I don't know where to go. I don't know who should take me there. Well, I'll tell you who knows the answer to all those questions. TheGolfTravelGroup.com. That's why the Fairways of Life show has aligned ourselves with these experts. And is there some place you want to go, like the Open or a President's Cup or a Ryder Cup? They can take care of that as well. What is your golf bucket list? Where do you want to go? Do it with TheGolfTravelGroup.com. All right, correspondent is here. Andy Bossman is with us. Yesterday, you know, it's funny. I- I'm sure you did the same. You probably more so than anybody else. How, how many weeks out are were you? Or were you going to like mediums with with cards? How's the weather going to be this week? Oh, you know, I- I- at least a month out. I'm watching as carefully as I can. You're on the Ouija board. Uh, what's the weather going to be? What's going on? Which direction are those hurricanes going? Keep them out to bay. But it was absolutely perfect yesterday. Was I think uh, it, was it was probably warmer than everybody thought. Oh, absolutely. Right? I mean, it was great because you saw everyone coming out with three or four shirts on, and all of a sudden the first jacket would come off, and then the second jacket. Yeah, would and come then there was off, guys and... like me that saw you wearing shorts that were envious because it got <laughs> flat out warm. It was fantastic. And it was a get, Chamber of Commerce day. It's going to get warmer as we go, right? It is. It as, is. As a report. Okay, so as our official reporter of the RSM Classic, I know you guys had a great day yesterday with your pro-am, and everybody had a lot of fun with that. You had a nice big reception uh, last night, which was really cool as well. You're at uh, – Bill uh, was, was mentioning to us earlier in the program that you guys are playing Frederica today with, with we clients. Yeah, we got and clients out there this morning. And, and so forth. Then tonight's a very unique event. I mean, when you look at it, with all the tour events, with all the golf tournaments all around the world, tonight's a unique one because you're at Davis Love's house. I tell you, when I, when I first started with RSM, uh, Sarah Weber lets our communications person. was like, you got to make sure you're here on the, uh, the program night we're going to Davis Love's house. I'm like, oh, that's funny. Yeah, nice, nice. I'm not falling for that up to anyone. Right. And it is one of the most incredible things in the world. To You, you are at Davis Love's home um, under one of the most massive tents I have ever seen in my life. And what's really cool about it is it's not just that he and Robin are so generous to host the Pro-Am party for 800 of their closest friends in their backyard. They're there. And oh, yeah. Robin is one of the most incredible hosts I've ever seen, and she will work the room. She will talk to folks. Um, they really just they embrace it and have a lot of fun with it. But it is um, it's an evening I look forward to every year. So it's going to be massive tonight. That'll be tonight, and then tomorrow is the big pro am, and then Thursday everything kicks off. Uh, the the PGA Tour finished on Monday in Mexico. I, I take it everybody's getting in okay. There's no yeah, no. Everyone seems to have gotten in fine. Uh, a couple groups um, got in. I guess you could say early mm-hmm. yesterday morning, about twelve thirty one a.m. Uh, and then we had another plane uh, with some of the guys that got in yesterday about two two thirty in the afternoon. Okay, but good. I think everyone's made it in. And we saw Zach Johnson at the reception last night, and he was looking good coming back in from Mexico. So. The greens seem to be rolling well uh, out by the ocean. What What are the reports you hear in agronomy-wise, uh, overseed-wise, preparation for a PGA uh, Tour event? Everything is phenomenal. Uh, yeah, the greens are uh, rolling beautifully, uh, getting faster day by day. Uh, certainly the sun and winds help. Took on a lot of rain this weekend, but um, ran into the PGA uh, Tour agronomist, Bland, yeah. uh, earlier in the week, and he said they were drying out beautifully. Everything looked fantastic, uh, both on seaside. Uh, but also on plantation, you know, to to have that course yeah. really only to have been open for five six weeks now, yeah, um, you would never know. To have it rooted uh, it in density, in, and oh, it's just fantastic, fantastic. So we are looking uh, forward to tomorrow with the red carpet discussions of the big event tonight. You bet. Everything that took place at Davis Love's house when we'll be rooting through his stuff. The the pro am party is at his place, surrounded by his barns. And have you ever looked in those barns? I he have. has enough equipment to invade a third-world country, I'm pretty sure. Uh, you know, the number of toys Davis has out yeah. there is pretty impressive. I don't know when yeah. he has time to play with all that stuff, but yeah, he's got a lot You just have to make sure stuff. that the, the way you're looking in has got the toys and not the horses. The horses give you a little kick, too. Was there, were there horses on he's the property? Got a couple, yeah, he usually that. moves them off to the side when all of us <laughs> so are there. The horses <laughs> must be like, what the heck is going on? All right, well, have fun today, and we'll right, talk thanks. to you again tomorrow. All right, sounds good. Thanks, Manny. So we'll be. 
have no heading over there a little bit later on today. Hope you guys have a great day. Thank you so much for your company on this Tuesday. Excited to share with you tomorrow everything that takes place tonight. Uh, happy and proud to be hosting the Pro-Am Party for the RSM Classic. And we'll just continue our march. Tomorrow's the huge Pro-Am Day. There'll be some big-name people here as well. I think Gary Williams told me he's going to stop by tomorrow, as well as the likes of Mark Hubbard and Peter Malnati and Joel Damon, just to name some of the players that we're expecting to stop by and say hello. That's the time of year, and that's why this tournament is so cool that it's the week before Thanksgiving. It's an opportunity to reconnect. Hope your Tuesday is a great one. Looking forward to your company. Until next time, bye for now.